0: what's up guys welcome to the third episode of sex escape i'm so glad you guys are here i know that i really talk to you guys a lot about sex and you know your sex lives but you know i never mentioned your sexual orientation you know what you identify as you know your gender identity all that kind of Stuff. So today we're going to be talking about that because I think it's a really important thing that people should learn and just know yourself and kind of get. I kind of want to give you guys really good definitions and talk about this with you guys because, you know, there's so many people out there that don't really understand or they aren't sure if they are something and they just need someone to tell them what something is and, you know, kind of help them connect to see if they feel the same way or not. And Maybe this could help someone out there if they're struggling or if they're just confused and they don't know where they kind of fall in the lgbtqia plus community or you know as far as gender identity um i'm here to help you guys so one thing that i learned actually recently which i love and i can't believe i didn't learn this until now is that for those of you who don't know uh the gay pride flag which is a rainbow is the pride flag for the lgbtqia plus community and Each color, it's a rainbow, so each color actually has a meaning, and I had no idea about this, so I thought I'd read this off to you guys because I think it's really, really cute and really, like, just really sweet how they did this, so, you know, we're just going to go through the colors of the rainbow. So, at the beginning, red actually means life, the orange means healing, the yellow means sunlight, the green means nature, the blue means serenity, and the violet means spirit. Now, that's the typical rainbow gay pride flag or the um, LGBTQIA plus community pride flag. Um, But now we've kind of, um, ever since Black Lives Matter and all these movements have started, uh, they actually, the community has actually started to add in a, before the red stripe at the top, a black and brown stripe. So it goes black, brown, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, you know, as you would in the... um, The rainbow so actually if you're looking at one now um you'll see those two stripes and actually the black one means diversity and the brown one means inclusivity which i think is really really important and really sweet other than that so you know before we get into sexual orientation so that's like gay bi um all that i just want to touch real quick on gender identity and gender expression. Gender expression is a word for how somebody chooses to present their gender to the world. So for example, if someone was born a man and then they transitioned to a woman, they would their gender expression would not be a man because they are expressing themselves to the world as a transgender woman. You know they have transition this is what they want the world to see they would want to express themselves as a transgender woman if i'm kind of making sense there i want to talk about like three basically i want to talk about cisgender transgender and gender fluid especially gender fluid because i know that even still like i don't really have the best definition of it so i did some research for you guys and i kind of just want to get some solid definitions down so cisgender i myself am cisgender So cisgender is a person who identifies with the sex they were assigned at birth. I was assigned a female, you know, I have the chromosomes that make me a female, and I feel comfortable in my body. I feel like, yes, I was born in the correct body. I feel in my mind and my body are connected. Um, I feel like, yes, I am a female. Um, And I use female and not woman um, and I learned this actually in a class that I took many many years back that you want to use you want to use the word female and male because those are sexes rather than the term woman or man because woman or man are a gender expression if I'm making any sense you know you want to talk about your sex when it comes to cisgender I was born female so I identify as a woman. That's my gender expression. I'm not sure if I'm making any sense here, guys. I'm really sorry. So that's cisgender. Now, transgender, as I mentioned before. Now, transgender is a person who, or rather a person whose gender identity does not, does not match the sex that they were assigned at birth. For example, a person who was assigned as a male at birth, but identifies as female or vice versa. So we kind of touched on that. So the brain is actually wired completely differently. Um, it's wired as a, a different sex than the, than the body is. So that would be my brain would be wired since I'm a female um, body wise, that means that my, my brain would be wired as a male, which you can imagine the type of distress and confusion and just horror that I could feel that you're stuck in a body that, that your brain isn't, really connecting to, you know, it's not making any sense. So that's what transgender is. Now gender fluid is a person who is a person whose gender identity is not fixed and what I mean by fixed is that it's not like set in stone or anything and it shifts depending on the situation. These people really don't feel the need to act according to the sex they were assigned at birth and they don't associate with a traditional social roles and and gender roles. So um, I'm going to use myself as an example again. If I was gender fluid, um, it's a fluidity to it. That's why they call it gender fluid. You know, you can go back and forth without a problem because I don't identify or limit myself. That's the better word. If I was gender fluid, I don't limit myself to acting or presenting myself as one sex. I don't have to just present myself to the world as female because that's what I was born as. I can present myself as a man as well. That's that. So we're going to talk about sexuality now. So now we're going to talk about sexuality. You know, most people are uh, familiar with, you know, homosexual, heterosexual, bisexual, even if you will, if you're a little bit more, you know, not living under a rock. But um, I want to talk to you guys about the the main ones that kind of circle of course there there's so many there's so i think there's like over like 600 or something i read somewhere but um you know we're just gonna talk about the basic ones that you'll kind of see more of in life so heterosexual or straight that's kind of like the street term for it or the slang for it heterosexual is a person that is attracted to people of the opposite sex easy stuff homosexual is a person attracted to the same sex bisexual that's what I identify as the word "bi," obviously it means two. so it refers to a person who is attracted to both sexes male and female um that's what I am so I am a woman but I am sexually and romantically attracted to um men and women I'm attracted to both of them I think they're both fantastic I like them in in the same ways, I like some of them in different ways, because obviously men and women do have their differences, you know, Um, men are, uh, at least the ones that I'm around, kind of have that more masculine type of uh, energy, and then women, they have, like, this beautiful grace, like, the long hair, or the beautiful faces, and they smell really nice, and, you know, it's, it's definitely the best of all worlds, in, in my opinion, (laughs) I highly would recommend it, but, um, no, I can't recommend it to you guys, because what people don't understand is that whether you're gay, straight, bi, it is not a choice, It's and it's not a lifestyle, Um, it's who you are. Even before I heard this term, I, I knew that I was attracted to both, and then I didn't realize until I got into middle school, I had a friend of mine, uh, who I'm still friends with right now. Uh, I've been friends with her for a very long time. She has two gay brothers who were older than her. So she uh, had the luxury of like them teaching her, you know, what all these meant, you know, heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, asexual, all that. She brought up the term to me one day. I didn't ask her, but we were having some sort of conversation and she brought up the term bisexual and I asked her what that meant. And she told me, you know, it means that a person's attracted to both male and female. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And I'm maybe like 11 at this point, maybe 12. Like that's the max cap I'll put on it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what I felt so long ago. Like like that I unfortunately suppressed down because I thought something was wrong with me. You know, um, there was nobody in my family that was gay. There was nobody in my family that, excuse me, I just burped. um, there was nobody in my family that was gay, there was nobody in my family that was bi, there was nobody in my family that was lesbian or transgender or, like, anything like that, and there were people outside my family that I saw that had come out, or, uh, if we're even getting into a darker situation where, you know, they're of, like, my parents' generation or something like that, and they were married with children, and they actually- came out as homosexual like years later and they wound up divorcing their wife or their husband and leaving their kids behind and like I've just seen people just get so shamed for um coming out and I'm not saying that's that's everything that that's I'm not saying that's all that happened in in my life like obviously my my parents are accepting of people they're not um homophobic or anything like that. They love everybody. But uh you know, I suppressed it because, you know, it wasn't a normal thing to me and I was kind of like, you know, nobody in my family is like this. So obviously it's not normal. <laughs> but um yeah, I can laugh at it now looking back, but that's just kind of how I felt. So um not to get too off track, but that's uh, what bisexual is. I'm just trying to give you my kind of perspective on that and uh, how I felt. Now asexual. Asexuality um, is the absence of sexual attraction. So for example, um, some asexual people are in romantic relationships where they never desire to have sexual intercourse. And some are actually not romantic in relationships at all pansexual I have multiple friends who are pansexual I had people who came out as pansexual friends of mine in uh, high school and again you know you kind of uh, where I grew up you know you kind of got a little shunned for it or you got a little you know people whispering on the sidelines about you but uh you know I never judged my friends you know it's whatever you want to do and I actually thought it was really nice um that they were brave enough to come out in that setting and I just think it's amazing how they just love everybody. And, and what I mean by love everybody is pan means, um, actually all inclusive. So it refers to a person's attraction to multiple genders. So some pansexual people describe their attraction as being based on chemistry rather than gender, but everyone is different. So, so my, one of my friends who's pansexual, you know, she, uh, she doesn't just find herself attracted to men and women she finds herself attracted to men women transgender men transgender women asexual men and women bisexual men and women um you know the list goes on and on and on you're just attracted to really anyone that you feel chemistry with it's not um limited it's like hey, if you and me work well together in a romantic setting, I like you, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do, you're kind of, like, gender blind, if that makes sense, or sexual orientation blind, rather, so yeah, pan means all-inclusive, you know, you love everybody, and that's what I love about um, people who are pansexual, I know it's, I know it's weird, but, like, they're just literally the coolest people, because they, it's so beautiful, they just love everybody, and again, it's not a choice, but, um, it, and it's not a lifestyle. It's how they were born. And I think they are just some of the most beautiful people that are born into this world because they just love everybody. Their brain is literally wired to love literally anyone that they have chemistry with. And they don't see um, the things that people just put such horrible emphasis on like, oh, you're the same sex. Like, like what's the problem? or they're transgender, you know, they were born a different sex, they have different parts down there. Okay, that's none of your business. And it, it that has nothing to do with who they are as a person, their mind, heart and soul. So I just think, for any of the pansexuals listening, I am a huge fan. <laughs> and um, uh, we love you here. So and the last one I want to talk about is questioning. Now, um, questioning, I actually identified as questioning for a very, very long time. and I know many people that do. Um, so questioning is some people may be unsure about their sexuality and um, are exploring it um, or they're just really just trying to figure it out and, and they don't want to put a label on it because they're just not sure yet. You know, maybe for me, uh, for example, you know, I was I was afraid um, because of, you know, the situation I grew up in, seeing nobody else in my family even remotely close to what I was. So I was kind of thinking maybe something was wrong with me, so I didn't want to put a label on it. And then, you know, um, in high school and in college, you know, I I experimented with women, but up until experimenting with women, I kind of just didn't want to put a label on it. I wanted to make sure. And I think making sure, like, it's very strange saying making sure, but I, I knew, I knew I was bisexual. I think it was just that mental, how do I put this, like a mental gap or like a mental barrier where my brain was not allowing myself to fully allow myself to say, yeah, I'm bisexual. So that's why I think I was stuck in the questioning sexuality for so long. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But that was just my experience with questioning and questioning is completely valid. It is, I think the best way to describe yourself or identify yourself when you are experimenting or unsure and you're exploring. So, um, absolutely nothing wrong with that and like i said there's so many other sexualities but um those are just like a couple that i know that i see mainly in everyday life so so there you go um i kind of wanted to get into my own experience and i know that we kind of talked about this but you know even though that we live in a world that's very thank god progressive and we've especially my generation i was i was born in 99 so my generation you know they've been much more accepting than than past generations i'm not speaking for everyone in the past generations obviously there are some outliers but we definitely are more progressive and accepting than past generations um like our parents and our grandparents and stuff like that so i wanted to kind of share that even though we do live in a world where coming out and you know exploring your identity is more accepted and it's shown to be more accepted, there's still people out there that are not going to accept you. There's still hardships that the uh there's still things that the pride community and the LGBTQ community have to go through. And it's not all rainbows and, and dandelions and, and happy, okay, we accept you for who you are and that's that. You know, there's still a huge fight going on and I know that I went through one of the hardest fights I ever had to go through in my life and it actually almost caused me to lose um my relationship with my mother I'm just gonna kind of talk to you guys about that because I want whoever's listening if you are feeling the same way or you're thinking about coming out nobody prepared me for the idea that yeah they might not accept you the people that you love and like kind of want to tell you how to deal with it and like kind of share my own experience so you know that you're not alone and like this is common and uh because I really don't like to paint the picture that everybody's accepting um and then just like there's just a few people that aren't accepting who just live underneath a rock like no they could be in your own home like it was for me so I would say I started really experimenting in college around I believe I was around 18 I'm sorry 19 I was around 19 and I remember, you know, this is, I've been suppressing this bisexuality for years, I'm thinking something's wrong with me, I'm thinking that it's just gonna go away, you know what I'm saying? So, I was dating a guy at the time, and he had a friend of his that was a girl, and I knew her for a few years, Um, she wasn't a stranger to me, and I remember we were at a bar, and there was this funny thing that, like, uh, she was dating a friend of mine, and I was dating my boyfriend, and they, my boyfriend and her boyfriend were like, you know, we were all a little tipsy. They were like, kiss each other, you know, like stupid college bullshit. So, (laughs) so we kissed and we didn't just kiss. We like, it wasn't sloppy. It wasn't like trashy. It was just like a very, it was actually like a very nice makeout session. And like when, after I was done with that, I was like, whoa, I'm screwed. Like this bisexuality is not going away, dude. Like you're bi, like you, you you gotta tell somebody, because I remember just kissing her, and I remember, like, putting my arms around her, and I could, like, I, like, had, like, my hands in her hair, and, like, her lips were so soft, and, and, um, I'm still friends with her to this day, uh, I thank her all the time, I'm like, hey, thanks for, um, helping me find out, <laughs> um, or helping me come out, rather, because I, I always knew, but, I remember being like, this is awesome, like, dude, like, I like this, like, I was aroused, like, uh, and, like, not in a creepy way, but, like, you know, you're you're stimulated, you know, like, you like what you're doing, you feel chemistry, you feel something, you know, that's deep in you, like a primal instinct, you know, it's your sexuality, it's what your brain is attracted, or who your brain is attracted to, Uh, you know, it's who your brain is wired to be attracted to, I should say. So I actually went with my boyfriend. I didn't go with his friend and her boyfriend. I actually went with my boyfriend to the bar with a couple friends of mine that unfortunately I don't speak to anymore for um, uh, certain reasons, but I'm not gonna get into that. And I remember my my friends that I went with were on the other end of the bar, so they didn't see this. And I remember being like, I'm gonna go excuse myself. <laughs> like trying not to panic. And I went to my friend uh, her name was Jules, and because everyone else is dancing and partying, she's just kind of having a corona and and sitting on the windowsills, you know, just chilling and vibing, and I was like, Jules, I'm panicking, I need you to help me, and, and Jules actually was, um, she actually is a bisexual woman herself, she's completely out, and, you know, she, she's proud of it, and she was awesome, like, she was always the person to preach, like, there's nothing wrong with being bi, or gay, or anything like that, come out, like, it's the best thing to do for yourself, yeah, 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 and I'm like, Jules, I'm freaking out, I- I'm by like, like, I liked it, and I told her, like, what happened, I'm like, I liked it, I really liked kissing her, but, like, I also really like my boyfriend, so I like both sexes, like, I don't know what to do, and she was really good, and even though we had our differences, and, and it caused us not to speak anymore, um, later down the line, I, I wouldn't trade having her as a friend for the world, because she's the one that really just calmed me down that night, and told me, no we're gonna figure this out, um, it's okay that you feel like this, it's normal, It's okay that you're bisexual, and if you're not ready to label yourself right now because you're nervous or you're scared, that's okay, and I accept you, and we're just gonna have a good night, and we're gonna figure it out, you know, we're gonna take it one step at a time, and that was really what I needed, and then I told kind of, like, the rest of the group and kind of just had, like, a big laugh about it, Um, because it was always kind of known, even to my boyfriend. Before I even came out or even mentioned the idea of being bisexual, people used to joke all the time that I liked girls as well. And it wasn't in a mean way. You know, there's a way when you're close with your friends that you can joke and it's not mean. Even though you might sound like an asshole, you guys know it's, it's a joke. So, but there was a sense of truth in it. Like, you know, and especially after I came out, they were like, we knew Amanda was bi before she knew she was bi. You know, like, you know, I could laugh about that stuff now. So I started, um, you know, kind of spiraling but not horribly you know whenever I would be around his friend I didn't have a crush on her but it just reminded me of what like what happened and the feelings that I felt and like I was really attracted to to women and I I never talked about it with my boyfriend really because I I didn't have the best relation my boyfriend at the time this boyfriend he was really emotionally manipulative but anyway so um, I finish up sophomore year and then I, uh, it's the summer before my junior year of college. And, um, I've had habits of kind of keeping diaries and stuff like that, but never kind of felt the need to keep up with them. Cause like my life, nothing was happening. Nothing was interesting, um, up until that point. So I started, I had like a pink, purple, and green, like checker board looking <laughs> diary. Like I'm like f- f- 10 years old. Uh, it was just a diary that I happened to find in my room that at back home on Long Island that wasn't used yet and I decided to like keep a journal of everything I was feeling um internally about coming out and and about girls and just kind of pouring my heart out and I was able to hide it there were many places in my room that I was able to hide it so um, my parents wouldn't see it Uh, because unfortunately I love my parents very much but they do have habits of going in my room um and I didn't and and going in my room when I'm not around and that's the last thing I needed them to see before I was ready so I actually wound up breaking up my boyfriend because um it was just at a point where we were fighting all the time and you know I'm also going through this like I'm going through this all by myself and like he didn't really you know I didn't kind of let him in with that but it was also that I just wasn't appreciated he he wouldn't introduced me to his parents he was being mean to me all the time I felt like you know you just get to a point where you just don't feel like it's worth it and like I really just didn't feel like he loved me anymore so I just I had to leave so I broke up with him and I actually or you know I wound up actually downloading Bumble if no one knows what Bumble is Bumble is a dating app and you know on dating apps um it actually Bumble is where women can talk first so, so the guy, if you match with a the guy, they have to wait. And if the girl doesn't talk to you first match expires and you can't talk. So I actually wound up downloading Bumble and it took like such a long time for me to, you know, when you're on a dating app, you can click who you're interested in. And it says, um, men, women are both. And I was on men for the longest time. And I knew that I wasn't looking for a guy. I wanted to try and experiment like who I was uh, with a woman. And, you know, it took, like, I remember just, like, putting my finger above the um, both button to switch it from men to both. It was, like, one of the hardest things I ever had to do. Like, my heart was racing. Like, my finger was shaking. I was like, come on, come on. You can do it. And I finally did. And uh, long story short, you know, um, I put the, you know, there's a distance calculator for, like, how far you want your date to live from you. And um, I wound up matching with this really beautiful girl. She was lovely. She was a lesbian, and she was a little bit more of a masculine lesbian, um, which I kind of like in a woman. I kind of like them a little bit more masculine um, instead of feminine because I'm very feminine myself, you know, in my, in my outfits and my, my attitudes. So I kind of like someone to kind of counterbalance me. So I, I wind up meeting this girl. Um, I ta- I'm talking to her, you know. We talked for a while, I made sure everything was safe. We went out to a date eventually, you know, right by my house, you know, obviously you wanna make sure when you're meeting people on dating sites, you're obviously safe, people know where you are. And I actually wound up lying to my parents and telling them that I was going out with people from my job. At this time I was working at a restaurant and I was like, oh no, I'm going out uh, to lunch with some girls from the the job. And, And you know, they believe me. So I like sent my location to one of my friends that was local or something like that. Like, you know, God forbid, you know, some creepo showed up or some catfish showed up. Uh, So yeah, you always want to, even if you don't let your parents know, you want to let somebody know. We go out and I remember going into this restaurant, you know, we went out for like sushi and like hibachi and stuff like that. Like, like for lunch or like dinner. I can't remember. It was so long ago, (laughs) but I remember literally walking in with her and I remember like seeing spots. Like, I'm not even kidding. I was like, I'm gonna pass out, I was like, I'm gonna pass out on the first date, like, and, and she's never gonna talk to me again, <laughs> and I didn't pass out, I got to the, I got to the booth in time that we were sitting at, and it was, you know, she was really shy, you know, and even when, even when we were dating actively, you know, she was always just a very shy person, she was very scared around girls, you know, she, um she's just that shy person, kind of like if you meet, like, a shy guy who's, like, scared to talk to the girl he likes all the time, kind of like that, she was quiet, but, you know, eventually we started opening up and talking, and, and we had a really great time. And from there, we just kind of kept going out on dates. Um, I kept having to lie to my family because, you know, I wasn't ready to come out yet. And, you know, I have people who have conflicting views on that where they're like, Amanda, you shouldn't have lied to your family. Like, that's going to make them mad. I'm not for that. You know, when you come out, it's on your own terms. And if you're not ready and you want to explore first, you know, I was an adult. I was 19 years old. I'm 22 now, but I was 19 going on 20. And, you know, I had my own car. I had my own money. Even though I lived under their roof, I had, it's not like I was taking their car and spending their money on these dates. And, you know, I wasn't ready to come out yet. So I was living my own kind of separate life to figure out what was going on. And, you know, I actually really liked this girl. So, you know, I'm I'm all for the minute you feel something you don't have to tell somebody like you don't have to come out to your family do it on your own time so even though people like shouldn't have lied to your family maybe I shouldn't have but I think honestly it was the safest and most correct move because one I didn't know how my family was going to react and two I was still in the beginning processes of uh, processes of dating this girl and I was, I knew I liked her, but I really wanted to wait, you know, we went on a couple dates, we hadn't kissed yet or done anything like that, so I really wanted to, like, wait until, like, something like that happened, because if, once we did that, you know, the feelings would come up, and I, and I would know for sure. I know I was attracted to her physically, um, uh, intellectually I was a- attracted to her, uh, and now I was kind of just waiting for the, the sexual attraction with the kissing and the hand-holding, stuff like that, that we hadn't done yet and we actually were both very nervous, it took us a very, very long time to start doing that, because um, she was just shy, and I had never been with a woman before like that, and, you know, we went out. we went out on some great dates, you know, me and her, unfortunately, we're not dating anymore, um, for various reasons, um, but, you know, she's a nice person, um, unfortunately, uh, We don't speak anymore, um, but, you know, I wish her the best, and she was a great, great girlfriend. But uh, we went on some great dates, and she actually, you know, I always thank her because she was the first girl that I ever fell in love with. And we went on some really cute, like, we went to the beach. We, like, I'm, like, smiling thinking about this because it's just, it's, like, nothing, you know, everyone says there's nothing like your first love, and I always grew up thinking that means, like, oh, like, with the opposite sex. So, yeah, as a a woman myself, I'm never going to forget my first love. There's nothing like my first love with a guy. I didn't even think about my first love with a girl. And, like, you just, you never forget that shit, man. And, like, it brings you a lot of good memories. So, yeah, I remember, like, I remember...